Thursday. How are you doing? How are we doing? Let's just take a moment. Take a moment, guys. That was me breathing. <laughs> that was probably not flattering. Welcome back. How is everyone? I just want to say thank you for listening every week. It really literally means the whole entire world to me. And I just think we need to get right right into it, you know. I um I'm these streams of consciousness that are like the first 10 minutes of the episode are literally becoming my most favorite thing so I don't know if anyone else enjoys them but I know that like personally me on my journey I like them (laughs) so that's all that matters so but I did like want to look up a couple definitions for what I'm about to talk about it's because you know (laughs) I never do that I never actually like research I just like stream of consciousness it out but I kind of want to just preface this conversation with what's been happening with me this week and maybe like probably for a little bit longer than I thought but it kind of just came to a head this week so emotionally I'm really great right now on a Thursday but on a Monday wasn't doing so hot I thank god I like past Montana knew that present Montana was going to need a day off because I accidentally like had a day off scheduled this Monday and it was like really good because I literally had a breakdown in the parking lot but it's okay anyway so I want to talk about imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And I've known about this for a while. We talked about it a little bit in school, but then this um, girl that I follow, she talks about it a lot. And so I, I've been doing research about it. And then I was at dinner and I was at brunch with one of my friends and she was like, I'm just really struggling with it. And she's like killing it. In her job, she's literally like a boss, like literally so good. And she's like, I just feel like I've been struggling with imposter syndrome. And and I've been, I mean, I, I've talked about the podcast a lot where like people reach out to me and tell me that they get things out of this and like learn stuff from me. And I'm like, really? Because I'm, I'm literally a hot mess. And so basically Monday I had the day off and... I've been feeling these feelings for a little bit and and I want to also read one more definition because it's about self-sabotage um, and self-sabotage is basically a behavior or thought that keeps you away from what you desire most in life. It's the internal sentiment gnawing at us saying that you can't do this. This is really your subconscious trying to protect you, prevent pain and deal with the deep-seated fear. So let me just tell you guys, I've been such a scared little brat and I've been so annoying to myself and it came to a head on Monday so I like I said I had the day off um and my self-sabotaging behaviors come in the form of procrastination and it's never really it's always been a thing from college to now um but 
for the podcast, like, and for the goals I have in my own life, I'm, I'm starting to procrastinate at them. And it's like, why am I self-sabotaging myself? You know, procrastination in school is normal. It's, we don't want to do those assignments, but it will catch up to you in real life. And I, and I saw that happen. So I was scheduled to be at this event. And I also was trying to record with my friend Jason, who we've been trying to record for a while. And he was going to come to Atlanta. And I was trying to make it all work. But then I ended up getting into like a bit of an, I guess, argument with a person. And it was very highly emotional. And that was like while I was at the event. And then I left and got to my house and was supposed to call Jason so he could come over. And so I get to the parking garage and I just literally lose it in the parking garage so I'm like there's no I can do this interview I gotta FaceTime Jason so I FaceTime Jason and I'm literally holding it together and then I start just exploding in tears and about how I feel like a fraud and I should stop podcasting and I I I really care about this interview and I want to have him on but I literally like I was like, I'm having imposter syndrome and I'm literally self-sabotaging and, and I just was able to just cry and like let it out and like be like, I don't know how people text me all the time that they get stuff out of this because literally I'm, I can barely take care of myself sometimes. And he's like, Montana, like you need to embrace that and just be the most genuine and authentic version of yourself. First of all, we're in a pandemic. Second of all, like it's not going to be easy. But you're doing it. People are being affected by it. You have to believe that. You have to believe them when they say that. And it's it's you're doing this for a reason. And and I just want to say I'm sorry that sometimes probably these podcasts can be one thousand percent better in like one million different ways. But I think I've self sabotaged myself so much that I don't like literally. I even was talking to my friend Jordan about this this weekend. Like, I'm kind of embarrassed about it when people talk about it in real life to me. Or they'll be, like, asking me how it goes. And I get so embarrassed, and I don't know why. This is literally, this means so freaking much to me. And I don't know why I'm, I, like, am letting it affect me that much. But I think one of the first things that you can do to overcome one of these things is just acknowledge it. And so I finally acknowledged it. I had that breakdown. I had a lot of like built up emotions that just like came out. And I, as much as you might feel like imposter syndrome, and I I think women might feel it more, um, you, you've got to stop like comparing yourself because that's what I was getting. I get into that all the time. I'll look at these other podcast accounts and I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally nothing. But that doesn't matter because the amount of people that actually listen and get stuff out of it, that's all that matters. I started this really genuinely thinking nobody was going to listen. And now people listen and I'm like, what? And talk about it. I'm like, what? No. So I feel like a lot of people our age and whoever you are listening to this, because, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said RH, like I'm having, I'm talking to someone, I'm literally talking to myself right now. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with maybe some self-sabotage imposter syndrome. And so I wanted to like be health and wellness here and give some tips because I'm genuinely working through this. And so I know that if I'm struggling with this and a couple of my friends are, probably some of you listening are struggling with this too 
And so some ways that you can get over it, I looked it up on Google. And um, this is from a website called lifehack.org. Therefore, it's scott.org. So (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Basically, the first thing you need to do is look at your self-worth. Um, and this is something that I'm discovering that I, I don't know my worth. I, you know, when it comes to anything, I don't think I know my worth. I think other people can see it in me, but I can't see it in myself. And that's something I'm working on. Still reading the book guys, halfway through chugging along with a lesson a day. Um, the next thing would be to take time for reflection. So self-reflection is literally the hardest thing to like actually look at your emotions, look at your feelings, look at what you're dealing with and like dealing with them. Hardest thing to do, but necessary. The third is face your fears. And so this is something personally this week. It was like so weird after I had that literal mental breakdown from the argument that I had had and then the just feelings that I had been feeling, I realized that I was scared. And my friend Allie has been telling me for like a few weeks, she's like, post reels, post reels, post reels of your comedy, like do that. And the imposter syndrome in me is like, you're not a comedian. Why are you going to post your reels? No one's going to laugh. No one's going to do that, blah, 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 blah. And I realized that a lot of my self-sabotaging and imposter syndrome came from the fear inside of me like the fear that people actually listen to this and hear me be authentic and 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 if I post a reel and and nobody like like it's just a deep-seated fear but for me I'm trying to look at this from a different perspective is it the fear of actually doing it and getting made fun of or will the fear of not doing it don't let the fear of striking out and keep you from playing the game guys yeah I'm an athlete with these athletic phrases (laughs) anyway face your fears guys write them down I think that that really helps because um in writing with like what your intentions are and not letting your fears overtake you because you're gonna be scared either way but you might as well do what you actually like want to do and so focus on listening to your inner positive voice would be the fourth and that's kind of like what me and Jason talk about today as well. And it's so important self-talk because the voice you hear the most is the voice inside of your head. And if the voice inside of your head is being mean to you and telling you lies and feeding into your fears and saying you're you're not good enough, you're not going to go anywhere, blah, 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 like you can't listen to that voice. I can't listen to the voice that says Tana Talks is stupid. No, Tana Talks was birthed out of me having genuine conversations with people younger than me, older than me, that would just change me because I realized that a conversation is the most healing thing. What do you think therapy is? You just talk, you just have a conversation. So I think that these talks impact not just me, but impact y'all. And I need to believe that. And thank you guys for believing in me when I can't even believe in myself. So today's guest is Jason Hayes. And let me just tell you guys, Jason Hayes literally is he, he answered my FaceTime when I'm freaking out and calmed me down. And let me just tell you guys, my male friends are what gives me hope that the man that I end up with is going to be amazing because I have the most amazing 
guy friends on the planet. And we started off talking about the imposter syndrome of it all. But then we really ended up talking about, you know, some juicy things about, you know, maybe some toxic masculinity and how it's dying. Because Jason and a lot of my guy friends that I that I surround myself with, they're very emotionally intelligent. They they can talk about their feelings, but they can also like watch sports and like be guys and like be manly and yada yada yada. But it's also like really cool to like you know, because in the dating world it's hard to like for me, I love to date men that are emotionally unavailable. I don't know. It's an issue that I'm working on in this book, guys, because like I'm still reading the book. Anyway, but it's really something beautiful when you find people especially men in life that are in tune and emotionally intelligent. And I think that's something that we really, you know, we need to realize that and stop reducing ourselves. And just because you're a man doesn't mean you can't have feelings. You can have feelings, guys. It's actually like low key to all the guys that listen to this because there's about like, there's a percentage of you guys that are guys. It's like hot when you, you know, know how to emotionally have a conversation. Okay. Just throwing that out there just throwing that out there stop reducing yourself men you are more than that you are an emotional creature and it's good to have emotions but yeah I hope this I I hope this conversation this intro has made sense I um I'm just going for it these are streams of consciousness I can't even listen to them back because I will cringe so hard but we're out here I am going to embrace this I am Tana this is me talking. Tana talks is not cringe. I am not cringe. This is not cringe. We are not cringe. <laughs> we might be a little cringe, but it's okay. I am going to embrace this. I am a girl with a podcast that talks and heals people through conversation. These conversations are changing me. They're changing you guys too. And I appreciate it. And I love you guys. And thank you again. When I can't even like believe in myself. You guys believe in me. And those are the kind of people that you need in your life. I'm here for you. Reach out to me. There's the Instagram. There's the website. You can email me. Text me. Whatever you want to do. I'm always here. I'm literally always here. And I'm always down to talk. Um, if you're enjoying this. For sure. For sure. For sure. Just could you leave it a review? <laughs> And maybe five stars. Five is my favorite number. No big deal. No big deal. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, and we also have a website, tanatalks.com. I wrote a blog this week because I'm not letting fear and imposter syndrome beat me down. But I am I wrote it. Um, but guys, I am not 1,000% sure how to post it. <laughs> but... Um, Look out for that one, guys. And there's stickers on the website. Um, you can use Tana15 to get 15% off. And there's already free shipping. I literally put my heart and soul into these stickers. So just can you buy one? <laughs> or 10. Anyway, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation. Here's Jason. I love you guys. I mean it. And here we go. Okay, guys, we have a very special guest, but it's it's important for you guys to know that he's been on before. 
So that just makes it even more special. We have reoccurring guests. So Jason, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Jason. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Jason, Jason Hayes. Okay, doing? Jason, I needed to have you back on here because you've been yeah. very um, encouraging, like since the very beginning and yeah. with everything that was going on with like Corona and the um, things going on this summer. Um, we've been talking back and forth for so long trying to get this coordinated and I just feel like you have a lot of good things to say and you've offered me a lot of like encouragement and like been genuine like from the start and I really yeah. appreciate that and I wanted to have you on because um and I want to tell the story from Monday because we were supposed to meet and do this interview in person but clearly it's on Zoom. Yeah. yeah um but I was kind of having a rough day on Monday and yeah. I had planned to have him over and by the time I got to my house, I had been gone all day. I literally just had a mental breakdown in the garage of my apartment building. And yeah, yeah. he was, I faced him because I was like, there's no way I can do this. And it made me um, really sad, but it was actually really um, healing in very many ways because I was able to just like be the most authentic version of myself. And Jason was a good friend and just took it like a man, because not very many men would like answer a crying call at the time. Not easy, I'll tell you that. It's not easy. Just in general, like it's just not easy. But yeah. But what we wanted to talk about today kind of goes in hand mm -hmm. in hand, like with what happened on Monday, like emotional exhaustion, mm -hmm. mental and emotional. And I, yeah. I was really struggling because this is something that means a lot to me, this podcast, but sometimes I feel like I have imposter syndrome, like, because people will text me all the time and say they get stuff out of it and they're, it's helping them. And I'm like, how I can't even help myself. And mm -hmm. that disbelief about myself, along with what's going on in the world and everywhere, it's just made me mentally exhausted and you have been feeling the same way. And so I just want to like hear what, I just want to talk so let's hear it yeah 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 um yeah i've definitely felt it too um i've definitely been feeling very emotionally just exhausted um because of everything that's going on like you have you know you've got politics you've got covid you've got um you know you, you have your own your own personal life you've got all these you know you've got different movements that are happening you got racial tension you have all these different issues so it's like you know it's kind of like you're trying to figure out where do you where, where do you where when does it end and when do you get a chance to just like be you know when you can when, when do you get a chance to just like just stop and just take care of you this is this is the biggest i think one of the most important times to really learn how to take care of yourself um learn how to deal with and I, i'm not i'm not gonna say deal because i always say deal with self but i'm gonna say take care of yourself um and self-care for everyone looks different i think it really lo looks you gotta look inward and figure out what is it that you're asking yourself um for and asking people for and then become that thing or go, go and do that thing like for example i've been um, I learned how to cook recently, 
so like I've been like cooking yeah yeah like I watched Selena Gomez do it and I was like if she can burn up food then so can I so I'm gonna do that um (laughs) I'm so serious like and thank god everything that I've, I've made so far has been actually really good so I'm pretty good in the kitchen but um I'm pretty good. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shy, shy away from it, man. Um, but um, yeah, I think like emotional exhaustion has hit me hard. Um, and I remember. I think it was in September. I think it was when Chadwick Boseman died. Um, that was a huge like, or just another like you know thing of like, oh my god, are you serious? You know, just another thing that we've here because every because it was like. If you're not fearful about watching the news now, then you know that's crazy because everything that every, literally every day we're getting news in real time, and every day there's some new information coming out of something new that just happened or happened six months ago that nobody heard about. So it's so much information you're getting a it's like drinking water from a fire hydrant, <laughs> and it's just absolutely insane, man. It's insane, and it does and it wears down your mental health like crazy. Um, so yeah, I've definitely been feeling it. But that's just crazy to me to hear you say that because, um, when I was calling you on Monday, I was like, I'm trying to process all this and do all this and like be the most authentic version of myself. And you were like, literally giving me, you were giving me advice and you were like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. You have to reach out. You have to be, you, it's scary to like be authentic, but you have to like, do it because that's what, and I'm like hearing you say that you feel this way about yourself, but you were still able to like encourage me like in a dark time. I think that is how you heal as well. Like being able to help others, even when you're feeling super low. Yeah. I think one thing I'm learning from me is that when I get really down on myself um, and when I start feeling really crappy, I usually, or not usually, I'm working on it um, because it is a wrestle. Um, I work through my my self-pity and how I feel about me, and I actually just text someone else, you know, and, like, call someone or send someone. I'm big on sending people voice memos. You know that. I send voice memos like crazy. They're easy, man. Thank God for voice memos. But, like, but that's the easiest way for you to hear my voice, for you to hear the tone of my voice, because we can get so caught up in reading a text. And the, we don't, and we miss the tone of the person's voice altogether. So when you send a voice memo, it's like, oh, I can hear the the compassion in someone's voice, the influx, you know, in their in their tone and all that cool stuff. Um, and it's and it's and it's and it's more more authentic to connect that way. But um, yeah, I think like when we talked on Monday, I was just like, you know. I'm not really good at like handling, uh, handling other people's emotions. <laughs> I try, I do my best. I like, I think the best thing is to know that it's not, it's not me. So I don't have to like get in the boat with you. I can just kind of, you know, be there with you in that moment, which is really the best thing. You know, you don't have to do anything. You just be there for that person. You don't have to force it, you know? Yeah. Jason, I just need to tell you something. I, I have just had an epiphany when I was sitting here listening to this. Let's do it. Because you say you're not good with emotions, but you are, you're very articulate about like, you're able to like compartmentalize like how you're feeling and like express Mm -hmm. that. But also like, you're super like a guy still like into sports, into like all the (laughs) things. Also like talk about emotions. Like I've been 
recently realizing that a lot of men are not emotionally intelligent. So, um, but I see you being very articulate about Mm -hmm. how you're feeling, how your like mental health is. And so like, how can other men do that? Because there are men that listen. They want to act like they don't because it's all pink, but they be listening. (laughs) Yeah, the pink scares them away. They're like, I ain't ain't watching them with no pink. Oh, that's funny. Maybe Um, I should rebrand. I mean, no, you're no. Well, black and pink would be cool or something, you know, give them manly colors. <laughs> give them something that, you know, just kind of, you know, you know, catch on. But I'm um, sorry, I'm plugging in my, 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 my MacBook so it doesn't die. But um, I, I honestly, I will say it is nothing but God. Um, I, it is, I credit, I credit the Lord for that um, and my relationship with him because I wasn't good at it for a long time. I, I, but, but then again, like you say, like I say that I wasn't good at it, but I actually was good at it. It was just the fact that, you know, the things that you get made, the, the things I got made fun of in school for are actually the gifts that I actually needed to be the person that I am. You know, I was, I was, I didn't like the fact that I was very sensitive in school. Unlike in when I was younger, I was like, I, I always hated the fact that I was very sensitive. But that sensitivity, number one, as a creative and as an artist, you have to be sensitive. As a person, of, uh, as a Christian, you know, as a follower of Jesus, you need to be sensitive, you know. Um, and as a human being, we've lost that, 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 um, that burden and that empathy, that empathy for other people. Being an empath, as we've all, like, learned now, that word empath and what that is, I'm a huge empath, um, is a gift. It's a definitely a burden sometimes, and it feels like that because you feel everything all the freaking time. But it is, but it is a blessing because I'd rather be, I'd rather feel than be numb. So, but for for men, I will say like, um, number one, if you're if you're if you believe in God, if you believe in Jesus, um, get get alone with Him and learn how to ask Him how to how you can access your heart. He'll do it, man. There was a time where I hadn't really cried in like in a long time in like 2016. I just I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't walk away from a service from church or from a car ride with him. Or just, I just cried all the time. I was just an absolute sponge every single day. But really, I think what he was doing was he was real like he it says in Ezekiel. He says, "I will give you I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh." And I feel like he does that. He begins to prick away at those hard places of your heart. And he starts to really start to make that heart really flesh. It, you know, it, it feels like, you know, it's a terrible analogy. But if you ever touch raw chicken, you know, it's kind of that feeling of like, it's, it's life. It's a real thing. It's, it's something that you're, you're holding. And um, yeah, I, I, it's a gift. It's such a gift. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't take any. I take kind of the credit for it, but I also say it's a hundred percent a gift. So it's just something that I'm graced to do and flow and, you know, just be, you know? No, I love that. And I think more people are just scared of that, especially in a society that tells you men have to be like a certain type of way, a certain type of, you have to make this much money. You have to be this, you have to be that, you have to be that, you know? And I think it's scary to be vulnerable with your emotions um, when you're supposed to be this macho 
thing. Well, you know what? I'll say to that, like, I'm, I learned there, I will be, I'm going to be, because it's, it's Canada Talk, so I have to be 100% vulnerable. I'm going to get super vulnerable. Um, okay. I have, there have definitely been times where I have questioned or even wrestled with my own sexuality as a man mm-hmm. because of the fact that I, you know, um, I may feel things or appreciate things that not, you know, that most stereotypical or cliche men wouldn't, you know, like, you know, I love, I mean, you know me, I'm in, I'm pretty much into a lot of things. Like I love sports. I love music. I love fashion. I love, um, and I mean, high fashion, um, <laughs> the bougie stuff. I love that stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm moved by, you know, you know, um, I, I'm moved by, you know, Disney movies and, 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 you know, um, anything that it's, I'm just a heart person. Like it doesn't really matter if it, if it, if it grabs a hold of me, I'm a very passionate person. So if it grabs a hold of me, I don't really care, you know, what it looks like or what it may look like to other people. Um, and especially what God's put inside of me, I think that the most beautiful and the most, the greatest thing that a man can be is be, um, authentic and be real and be um be able to express emotion like that i i think that's that 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 toxic masculinity is is dying um i think that it's it's coming to an end when people you know when men feel like they have to be this certain way um and that goes for on both sides of the spectrum you know either you're like super super flamboyant or you're just this macho you know, tough guy that doesn't show emotion. I tried to be that guy for a long time and it got me in trouble because I realized that, no, you're, you're, if you try to turn that off, you will destroy yourself. I'm be very Mm -hmm. real. And that's, and that's with anybody. That's with men. That's with women. That, 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 that heart, your, your heart, your feelings, your emotions, the things that make you human. If you try to turn that off, if you try to, you know, if you try to drink it away, if you try to, you know, sleep it away, if you try to, you know, have sex and try to, you know, and it, it, it will destroy you. It will kill you inside, you know, and you'll turn into a shell of a person and you can't connect with people and you can't connect when you have kids, you can't connect with your job, you can't connect with God. So that, that is such a toxic, perverted idea and that's on both with men and with women that you have to be this you know strong robotic macho Arnold Schwarzenegger-esque person like I don't feel anything that's I remember when we were in school because me and you are pretty much the same age I remember we were in school people used to say stuff like you know I don't have any I don't have any feelings and I'm like that's so dumb you don't have any feelings that really actually what you're saying is you're just too scared to connect with people and you're, and you're not in tune with yourself. Nobody wants to hang out with somebody like that. You know, you're a waste of space, <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. You know, you know, yeah. you just need to go to I therapy. I mean, <laughs> I saw this tweet one time and it was like, I wish Travis Scott would do a collab with a therapist. So men would start going to get counseling or something like, cause when he did the oh, McDonald's, wow. like everyone was going to like, they were going yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I I digress. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just for the men that are listening, though, just so you do know, from a female perspective, 
it's way more harder and makes you way more manly when you express your feelings and communicate. Just throwing that out there. It does. Um, if, if, if you are a man that knows how to, if you're a man that's intuitive and very in tune with himself and can express that, yeah, that's, that's, that's a win. But you still got to be a man, though. You still got to you still got to go out there and do what men do. But, you know, men can be sensitive and men can be emotional and men can be. But also men can be tough. Men can be stable. Men can be solid. All that good stuff. So but you do need to do that. So I digress. <laughs> I think one of the, the greatest things that like I'm learning, too, through everything that we're doing is um, like we have so many aspects to our personality and we just try to box ourselves into one thing like, oh, I'm only into sports or, oh, I'm only into politics or only into this. No. And we try to do the same thing with God. We try to put God in a box, but Mm -hmm. I think when you put something in a box, even yourself and you don't like explore those parts of yourself, you're, you're putting yourself at a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when you, I like to dabble into as much things as I possibly can. The secret, I will say the secret to to me, I'm going to tell you, because you're one of my friends, is that I I like to keep people surprised. Um, and I like to, and, but as I'm surprising you, I'm also surprising myself as to what I've realized that I can do. Like, I just realized that I, I know how to cook or I like to cook. You know, I just realized that, you know, I you know, am, you know, we're, I'm working on music right now. I, I realize that I have that, you know, I, I, you know, I'm learning these new areas about me and that makes me a, a deeper person. It makes you a, a more relatable person. It makes you a person that people can, you know, if you are a, I'll use the analogy of like, cause I love analogies. If you are a, if you're, are you a tree or are you a forest? You know, like how, how big are you? You know, are you just one little thing that's in, and that makes you attractive as a person that makes you attractive as a man that makes you attractive as a woman that makes you attractive as a, uh, uh, an employee. It makes you attractive as well, you know, any, anything, because people can see like, oh, wow. Like you have such a wide range of things, you know, that you, that you appreciate, that you like, that, you know, that you're into, you know, like, you know, I'm not just, you know, uh, for um, political purposes, I'm not just Democrat or Republican. It's, it's no, I can appreciate both sides of it because I'm big. I, and I posted something about that yesterday. I'm so much bigger than a political party. I'm so much bigger than a, the idea of what masculinity looks like. I'm so much bigger than what a black man looks like. You know, I'm so much bigger than all those boxes that you, like you said, you know, I'm so much bigger than that. And we are so much bigger than that. So we need to stop, you know, reducing ourselves to, to, to feel like we can belong or, or reduce ourselves to fit and accommodate what other people think about us, you know, so. That's so good. And it, it all wraps into, I think, a big portion of it being imposter syndrome, where we think that we're not the things that we have for me, the things that I think about and have in my head, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not good enough for people to actually listen to this. This is just between you and I, only you and I are listening. And so no, like when you put yourself in that box, no, you are worthy of all the things, like all of it. 
yeah. all the aspects of you, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, but you have to be honest with yourself through all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'll say like, and this is so great because after we, I'm glad that we had our conversation on Monday as funny as it is. It, you know, you know, we usually, you know, we may talk about, you know, well, what are we going to talk about before we get on here? And it's just funny how on Monday, you know, it didn't look like that, but it actually was, you know, like, well, what are we going to talk about? Because I didn't know what we were going to talk about. And, you know, Monday was a gift because it was like, oh, no, like we got something to talk about here. Like, you know, that feeling of like not being good enough or that feeling of like, you know, um, I don't deserve this or that feeling of like, I have to always put on a front for people, you know, like it's that mask wears out, you know, like you wear that mask around people all the time. And, you know, you got this whole, you got this stupid face on you all the time. You're like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. You know, everything's great. We do it all the time. But like, I'm reading this book. And one thing that the book is showing me how to do is, you know, be honest with myself and say, you know, how are you doing? I'm not okay. You know, I'm not okay. I'm not okay right now. Like I got a lot of stuff going on in my life and it's very uncomfortable and there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of frustration and a lot of confusion and just, you know, things happening outside of your control. So no, I'm not okay right now. But that's the thing that a lot of people are afraid to say is I'm not okay. You know, cause we always say I'm okay. You know, and it's like, well, no, I'm not, I'm not okay. I've got a lot of things going on or, you know, yada, 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 but I will be okay. I will be fine. So, you know, when you told me on the phone, like, you know, how am I supposed to do this, this and that? And I'm like, well, you're being the most authentic with yourself right now in this moment, in this phone conversation. It was just between me and you, like, you're being your most authentic self. Some pe- most people are afraid to do that. So they drink, you know, they watch porn, they, you know, they, they go shopping, they, you know, fill up their Instagram with pictures of stuff that really doesn't freaking matter, you know, of them being out and, you know, oh, look at me, I'm, you know, I'm in this club or whatever. I mean, that's cool. Like, that's great. But, you know, when you go home, that's the person that you actually are. When you go home and all the, and when, and when all your friends are gone, when the lights are, when the lights have been turned off, when, when you ran out of your drinks, you know, when you wake up the next morning, you know, when you turn off your phone, that's the person you have to face every single day. That's the authentic self that we need to, you know, get in touch with you know no that's good I um I think that I had to have that conversation on Monday Jason because literally I've been self-sabotaging because if you don't face it you're gonna just self-sabotage and that's what I've been doing the whole not planning things out in advance um really I know I make jokes about not answering my phone but not answering yeah, my yeah. phone weeks at a time, not answering messages, not answering emails, like self-sabotage. You you will really start yeah. to do it if you don't like just look in the mirror. And it was like, not until like literally Monday when I finally just had to break down and like be like, mm-hmm. this is everything that's been going on. Like, this is this, like yada, yada, yada. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. you gotta go. You gotta keep pushing. Like you have to keep going. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, should I just quit? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, since you, that mm-hmm. day, I like found mm-hmm. I something sparked in here. I've been mm-hmm. doing all the things that I had been putting on the back burner, and it was really because I had to break down first. Yeah, and I got yeah. my motivation back. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I think self that I've self sabotaged a lot, um, more than um, you know, people who know me 
may know. Like, I don't, I'm not really vocal about, you know, how and why I self-sabotage. I'm still learning that right now because I do that, you know, procrastination is self-sabotaging. Um, you know, getting into relationships that you don't need to be in because you're trying to distract yourself, that's self-sabotaging, drinking, you know, and, and all like we, we self-sabotage all the time, you know, and it's, and it's, it's, it's okay, but it's not okay. Um, you know, it's understandable, but it's not okay. Um, but we do it all the time. And sometimes we have to hit that wall to, you know, and smack that wall and realize like, oh, like I need to humble myself because really that's what it is. It's just a lot of pride and a lot of me and that, and me needs to be humbled, you know, by a lot. So I can, you know, realize like, no, I, I am worthy of all these things that God's blessed me with. I am, you know, um, everything he says that I am. I, I'm, you know, like, and, and people love me and I'm valued and, I'm, and, and all that great stuff. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that. Like, you know, it's, it, it happens. Um, it, I think that fear takes over. And, you know, a lot of us, I'm pretty sure a lot of us, you know, I know for you and for me as well, like, you know, we are doing, we're doing things that, you know, a lot of our family members haven't done. You know, we're going out and doing stuff that, you know, hasn't been done before, especially in our world. So it's very, um, it is, it, I, I, I'm not gonna say it's normal or it's okay, you know, or, it's, you know, good or anything like that. But I will say it's understandable why, you know, we self-sabotage because we're afraid. You know, like it's, 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 there's a lot of fear and we sometimes get so caught up in our own um, feelings of inadequacy and our own insecurities and our own stuff that we decide, you know what, I'm just going to just, you know, I'm going to mess this up myself. We do more self-sabotaging than the devil does and what, and then when, and, and any person that doesn't like you could do the worst. And like, it, it really is true. The worst enemy that there is, is you, you know? Yeah, that that's so good. We we give the devil way more credit when it's really just us and, and our in ourselves. And and I think like you you hit the nail on the head and we can like end with this because I think sometimes, like you said, we're doing things that our families never did. Like and I think a lot of people that listen to this, because I think a lot of people in our generation, we are breaking generational curses and we are facing things that our family didn't face. I make jokes to my family all the time. I'm like, you know, if you guys would have just went to therapy and like dealt with your own issues, like I wouldn't have to have a podcast <laughs> where oh, yeah. I talk about my issues because I literally <laughs> just have a podcast about all the trauma I've been through. And it's just like, yeah. if you guys would have went to therapy and dealt with this, I wouldn't have to deal with it yeah. now. I think yeah. sometimes you have a lot more coming against us and you have to remember like, yeah. you're doing the work. You have so much in you and you have so much left to give, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I'll say this too, like, nobody can, nobody can, nobody can build you up like you can, and nobody can break you down like you can. Like, nobody has the power to do that. You know, we really, a That's lot of us good. do that. Like, a lot of us do that to ourselves. And it's like, and but we always think about, yeah, like, the self-sabotaging, the self-doubt, the, what are those negative feelings, but we can also, you know, learn how to, and I've been learning how to do this, give myself a pet talk. Like, I'm not really big on like, you know, the loving, you know, uh, therapeutic, you know, soothing type conversations with myself. I have to talk to myself like a football coach and it works. Um, also because I'm a guy, but, <laughs> but like it works. It, it really does work. But 
like you know this meant all this emotional exhaustion and all the stuff that's going on it builds and even in our conversation that we had on monday it all builds momentum i think and it's fuel for the fuels the fire like you talked about your family you know and even for my family too i'm like you know i wish that if if if, if you guys handled this 20 30 years ago before i came on the scene i wouldn't be having to do this stuff but that's why god puts us in these places and that's why god chooses who he chooses because i had a, I had a conversation with about genera generational curses curses ugh, curses with a friend of mine about this and it was a powerful revelation we got and i don't have time to explain it but you know it it really is a feeling of like you you're a salmon swimming upstream and everything is everything is going down everybody's swimming down but you're trying to swim up and there's so much resistance and there's so much, you're going against the grain, you're going against the current, you're going against everything that people and, and your culture and society and everybody is saying to, to go. And that's, and it's so amazing that God puts you in that position to swim upstream, knowing that there's going to be so much resistance. But, you know, that's why we have grace. And that's why, you know, we have people in our lives to help us with that, you know, but we will make it out. We'll, we'll be fine, you know. We'll do everything he said we're, he said we were going to do jason i love you literally so much literally our talks like make me feel so much better like i hope i know this is gonna be very good and like everyone's gonna love yeah. it yeah i love you too thank you because for having me on here literally it went in a different direction and yeah it was good yeah yeah it's funny because i i go into things like oh i'm gonna talk about i'm gonna talk about this but I mean that stuff works and it's cool, but sometimes these are these are great because we didn't really this wasn't really planned or really scripted. So I don't I, I I understand like I've done a lot of research about podcasts and stuff and and I do have like a questionnaire I give people that I literally have no idea about, but it's like when it's someone mm -hmm. that I am friends with and like have a real yeah. like life relationship with, I'm not gonna send it's them. Different. That. Yeah, that's not what this is even about and I think that's why I got really down on myself back in the beginning of the pandemic because I was just not even caring and having people on and I love every single person I have on I prayed about it but it was like I was reaching out to just like any and everybody not even yeah. like people that like I reached out to that I didn't even interview with I don't know if that makes sense but I was just like yeah yeah and that's just not what I want this to be. I, it's Tana talks. Yeah. It's me talking, having crazy thoughts and then real conversations. So. Yeah. Like, and, and I think these relate, these conversations are more, more potent than, you know, maybe, you know, not to say that the, you know, if you get a professional on here or you get someone that, you know, you, you don't really know, you know, it's going to be bad or anything like that, but, you know, it is really good and it is beneficial to have, conversations and be on and do these things with people that you know and you know and also people that you actually do life with because there's that relationship there and I think that in this time that we're in we really need to stop you know and you told me at the beginning of this podcast like we really have we can't we can't play games here like you know I mean yeah we can have fun yes but to be fake and to be like, you know, here, you know, do you want to make another podcast episode or do you want to actually, you know, make this potent enough for other people to pick something up? If they don't walk away from a conversation that we're having, and that's really what this is, just me and you have a conversation and other people are listening. And that's where a lot of 
like a lot of great conversations I've had with my friends that like you and um, and like Val and, and and Chris and other people I can name drop. But like I've had conversations and and no lie, there have been people that have come up to me or them and they're listening and they're random people and they get blessed by the conversation that we were having and they had nothing to do with it. That's how you know, like that's a God conversation or God's in the midst of that conversation because it's bigger than you. It's not about just you and the other person. Other people can pick it up and go, oh, wow, that's really good, you know? And it's like, I don't even know you from Adam and you just, you just, you're listening, you know, and you get blessed by it. But, you know, I've had all kinds of crazy stories like that, man. And it's, and, but it's great. So. I mean, that's, that's, this is the last thing I'll say, because I've never really talked about it, but like the whole premise of me wanting to really do this, like, um, came from like these high school girls, like Sierra, I think, you know, Sierra and Zoe and all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sierra would always call me like real talk Tana because we would just have these real talks and she would be like, yeah. I love these talks. And she like inspired me so much because I learned so much. From, she was 16 at the time. I learned, mm. I was a leader, but I was learning from her and she was learning from me. And we were learning by just talking. And so yeah, yeah. I realized the power of just a conversation in people's yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, Jason, where can people find you? And I love you again. I love you too. Um, they can find me on Facebook. Um, <laughs> they, they, they can go. Why was um, that the Jay. first thing you said? Facebook. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Like I've been a lot vocal on, on Facebook. Um, so that was just the first thing. And I looked out the window because I was. I heard a noise and I was like, "What is that?" I'm sorry. No, bump Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram um, at say hey J all wise for say hey and J. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll text you. All right. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Love ya. Mean it. Love you.